0: Hey everyone, this is Isaac Maddox And I'm the pastor of Activate Church And this is our podcast Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast And subscribe to our YouTube channel Follow us on Facebook and Instagram I hope this message blesses you Encourages you, builds your faith And I hope you enjoy the message Bible for a few minutes. Um, let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 11, and we will share a thought here this morning, and then we're going to worship again, and then go home and invite a bunch of people to church next week, have Thanksgiving, and then be back in church next week. We're here every Sunday. Every Sunday. This, is, this, is, this happens. So, anyways, Luke chapter 11, verse 1. We've been talking about the secret place. And uh, we're going to continue this morning for a a few moments. Luke chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now it came to pass, as he was praying, in a certain place. So again, the discussion that we're having here is in a, a, a context of prayer. Jesus is praying. And so I think what's cool about this morning is, again, not just trying to grab a few pictures to send out to people to say, hey, this is where we worship, this is where we go to church, Uh, you should come along, um, come hang out with us. Um, Even more than that, this morning represents, hey, if we're going to talk about prayer, let's make sure we are praying together. And so this is a prayer and praise moment this morning, a worship Sunday. We'll do a couple of them next year, and it's just to come together in faith and say, hey, this isn't just about information or knowledge. This is about truly experiencing Jesus in the place called the secret place. And so the secret place is at home, in your room, close your door. That's what Jesus said. It's also in your mind, closing the door, stepping in and being with Jesus in the context of prayer. So even right now, we've got about 30 minutes left. Just, just allow the atmosphere of this morning to kind of just remain. And then as we jump back in, um, we learn to pray. We go from moments like this. You feel that? It's just like nothing. It's like whistling. I tend to whistle during the holidays. I apologize. I just all of a sudden, my, 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 my carry will go, stop. You're whistling. It's like Christmas music needs to be whistled. How we go from this atmosphere to being overwhelmed by the presence of God. How does it happen? Do we control it? Does he control it? Like, we forget how miraculous it is to go from this to (laughs) crying, being overwhelmed. That was a cry, sorry. (laughs) My acting skills are a little bad. Um, How does it happen? As he was praying in a certain place, when he had ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples, they were not asking how. They were not looking for a few tips. Um, They were asking us, Lord, teach us to pray. That word is cause. Lord, cause us to pray, which was a prayer in and of itself. Cause us to pray. Cause us to pray. And and Jesus gave them his prayer, gave them a prayer. What a great, what a great um, and gracious, I guess, answer to this prayer of saying, hey, when you pray, If you start, I'll finish. If you just get praying, I'm going to show up and insert my prayer, the Lord's Prayer, um, which is a miracle, which is miraculous. And it says, Our Father in Heaven, and we know the prayer. Um, I want to talk about this morning, again, quickly, the secret place. The first. I want to talk about the first this morning. Just the first. The first. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for church. We thank you that people gather all over the world, Lord, under under this thing called the church, which has not been started by man, but you started it, Lord. This is this is a uh, this is a group and a gathering and and people, Lord, that that you have started. This is your thing. This is the body of Christ. This is the representation of Jesus on planet Earth, and we. Thank you that we get to be a part of what you're doing. We're not doing this. We're literally simply a part of what you're doing. And God, we ask you this morning for an encounter, Lord, that we would receive something, that we would leave this place never the same again. God, we ask you, teach us the miracle. Teach us the secret of the secret place, give us a faith, Lord. I pray and and a moment, God, with you that we we will never be the same again. We thank you for that, Lord. We love you so much, and we only love you because you first loved us. And everything that we do and are is a response to you, and how generous you are, God. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. I'm am a pretty normal person. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I, I consider myself pretty average, pretty normal. Um. Besides my height, I'm obviously super tall and in shape, and so that intimidates people. I apologize for that, Um, but no, I'm pretty normal, and you know, he's trying to stay flexible and spontaneous. You know, the older you get, spontaneity can look like a late-night Taco Bell run, you know, and it's like, babe, I'm going to do it. I got it, you know? It's like, man, we're young, you know? and. It's just so easy just to Netflix and chill, and that's that's nights sometimes, and the best. Getting up and going out's a big deal. Um, <laughs> but I know, I, but I, I like to stay young, consider myself a, a young person, and, uh, you know, spontaneous. But I, I, I typically am not a big fan of firsts. I'm not, like, um, a big fan. I think it reminds me of, like, the first day of school, again, even though I like to explore and you know, get into life and all that kind of stuff. But but first kinda of remind me of the first day of school. It it's awkward and 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 I, 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 I look back and think about my first my first the first time I expressed like you know, towards Carrie, I'm I'm, I'm living with my parents, I go outside, my big Nokia phone in the rain, and I'm like super nervous, because I never call her, but I'm about to express some serious like towards this girl, and she could reject me, you know, so I'm outside, and I'm breathing heavy, you know, so I call her, and she's like, who is this, this is Isaac, she's like, what's wrong, nothing's wrong, You know, I wanted to tell her, why are you so rude? I'm about to tell you something really important, but she doesn't know that. And so I spend the next 30 minutes saying nothing, um, thinking I'm saying everything, you know. Well, you know, I just thought, you know, I like it, you know, know, and I just thought, and I just thought I was thinking, you know, maybe like, I don't know, like if that kind of sort of, you know. In 30 minutes later, I'm like, "Do do you know what I'm saying? And she's like, no, I have no idea what you're saying. I'm like, okay. It was difficult. It was difficult. I remember the first sermon I preached. I got back from Mexico. I was about 15 years old. And I get up in front of my youth group. There's about 10 of us. And I preached, you know, I thought was a great sermon. I, I felt Jesus. I felt, I felt the Holy Spirit. And... Um, and and when you when you get up to preach for the first time, you know, speaking can be sort of nerve wracking. And then you experience the presence of God, and then you're also like super broke. And I just got back from Mexico, and I'm like, don't you even care that people are poor? You don't care. And you know, I'm so, and I just cry my whole way through the sermon. And, and then the youth pastor recorded it, and I listened to it. And I just thought, <laughs> I wanted, I like, I would literally apologize to people as I'd see them, and some friends even on Facebook, you know, years later. I'm so sorry. That, that message might have damaged you, you know, for for years. I, I want to apologize for all the condemnation. You don't even love them if you don't pray. It's like, I really blessed everybody. Um, so was like a really hard-lined, you know, disencouragement and uh, very unlistenable type of a message. And I think about the first time I, I prayed publicly. I remember I got up, and again, you get so nervous, you know, you're like shaking. You get up here, and then... You want to pretend and fake it like it's the you know the presence of God. So, if you're getting ready to pray, just this is just a little tip: just back off, and it'll look like it's God. Like, it's just like you're getting downloads from heaven, you know. But really, your leg is shaking so hard, you're like, stop, you know. And then I would, you know, sort of get into this prayer. I didn't even know what I was talking. My mind just went blank. And so I'm just like, Father, Jesus, God, Father, Jesus, Yahweh, God, Jesus, Father, Holy, God, Lord, Yahweh, Morning Star, Shepherd, Jesus, oh, Jesus, Yahweh, God, Father, 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 Amen. As if God needed to know his name for about three minutes. But that's all I had. It was just the names of God. And it was just a nerve wracking experience. But I think that like we experienced like these first and like the first day of school, we're like, no, thank you. We have to experience the first day of school because we have to go to school. But when it comes to faith or Christianity, we experience a first and we're like, I'm cool. No, thank you. It's not for me. I'm not ready. That was way too awkward. And I just want to tell everybody this morning that, that, that is in this church, if, if, if you're a human being, which you are, um, welcome. Welcome to the awkward club. Just welcome. <laughs> embrace it. Embrace it. The worst thing for you to think is that it's not normal and that it's only you. It is not. I am the king of awkward. And here's the worst part. I get paid to talk. So I'm like a professional talker. And, and so when I put my foot in my mouth, I feel really stupid. And You know when you say something stupid and you go home and you're lying in bed and you just replay that conversation? Why did I say that? Why did I say that, you know? And, and um, I remember... I made two not-pregnant women, you know, feel really stupid in my life. Um, now, it's one thing to see it on a TV show or have someone talk about it. But it's another thing that, that when it happens to you, if that's been anybody, that has like, I don't know why these words came out of my mouth, but when are you due? Just the words, they come, and you're like, no. It's like, Come back bad words. You're bad. And then you're trying to recover? This happened to me twice and everything you say is worse. It's probably the sweater. It's puffy and um you're like, "Shoot." You're like, "Listen. Listen. The only thing that works is I'm going to go shoot myself right over here and uh, I'll see you in heaven, you know. It's just nothing." But I put my foot in my mouth all the time, but this is this is church. This is Christianity. This is Jesus saying, I've touched you and healed you and spoken something into you that you don't even know you have yet. But will you trust me and respond to me? And, and something is going to come alive in your life that you did not know was there. But you're going to have to embrace the awkward. And you're going to have to step out and experience some firsts. Now, those firsts are not works. It's not a do. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on. It's a response in obedience. It's a response of faith, saying that God, God has already done something in my life, and so I'm gonna go do something with what he has done. I'm going to allow God to do something. And so again, in in this service, we might end and close this morning and and, and you need to maybe go and meet someone that you've never met. And and, and again in that moment, it's so awkward because you come from this side and you come over to this side and you're like, hi. How you doing? And someone looks at you like. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. And you're like, Yeah, no, I just thought I would come say hi and um, Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Th- Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. And do you do you need a food box? Not that you you don't look like you need a food box because you don't look poor and I'm poor. I need a food box. I'm gonna go get a food box. Good to meet you. I'll see you later. And you're like, What just happened? What did I just do? I'm an idiot. That is my life every day. I get paid to put my foot in my mouth, and I get paid to be awkward with people and give hugs. And I don't know whether to hug. I'm so jacked up. I don't know whether to hug. Some people got this holy side hug. It's the full frontal hug. It's a, it's a shake and then hug. I go, I go for the handshake, and guys are like, hug me. But then I feel awkward because I just swiped at them. You know? And then you sometimes grab the hand and you go in for the hug and they back off. And if it's a girl, you feel like you're lunging at her. You know, it's like, it's cool. It's my wife over there. It's cool. And then she's like, why are you flashing your ring at me? I'm like, because I love Jesus. I'm married to Jesus. Um, It's the business of awkward, but we have to embrace it. We have to embrace it and say, hey, this thing called Christianity and faith and prayer requires a first. It requires a moment of of first. And we need to embrace it because you're right where you need to be. You're right smack dab in the middle of a miracle, but it's not going to feel like it. And it's not going to look like it. But if you can get used to it, then you can start to get used to God being God. Think about Peter. He's on the boat, and and I look at this story entirely different, um, and I don't have time, but here's the synopsis. He's on the boat, and they kind of sort of think it's Jesus out there, and so I think Peter had this moment of, I've got great faith, and I'm going to use it, (laughs) and I'm going to impress the rest of the boys in this room because I feel like I kind of am sort of, you know, in charge here, kind of a, you know, kind (laughs) of, I don't know, I just kind of have it, you know, and so there's Jesus, and I'm going to impress everybody with my statement of faith, and so he goes, Hey! Jesus, if it's, if it's you, tell me to come. <laughs> That's awesome, I know. That's a bold statement, I know. I don't think he expected Jesus to say, come. I think he expected <laughs> Jesus to be like, oh, man of faith. Because they're wrapped there. Jesus was so gracious and so kind. And so I thought he think Jesus would be like, no, I'm coming to you, boys. But I like your attitude, Peter. Sit tight, I'll be right there. <laughs> Peter's like. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, listen, listen. I just, where did you get that statement? I don't know. It just came to me. Oh, I don't know. I just felt that. I was thinking that for a while. And so when Jesus said, I'll call your bluff, come. Peter's like, Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's in this moment where he's got to get out of the boat. I could probably preach this for an hour. But imagine Peter getting out of the boat. You know how awkward that is if you've never walked on water? Like, I know how to do a pencil into the pool, right? Like, that's all you do. But what's it look like to walk on water? What's the first look like? You've never walked on water? I doubt he's like, out of my way, boys. You know, running start. And he, like, leaps over the bow or the side, whatever the side is. I I bet you he's just like, oh, man, maybe like a shark. You know, comes cruising by under the water, and he's too far in now, so he has a first. How awkward is that first? He's like, you know, climbing down the boat, and, you know, it's like, did he do the toe thing? You know, it's like, just trying to, but at some point, I mean, he had to, like, cross the barrier of what the heck is going to happen. I have, I've never done this. It's a first, and he actually pulls off walking on water. We beat Peter up so much, but he actually pulled this he actually walked on water, and he had this thing with Jesus. And this is so funny, I used to always look at it as a rebuke, but I don't look at it as a rebuke anymore. I look at a constant response of Jesus because he walks on the water, and then he starts to sink, but he never would have experienced that moment with Jesus if he hadn't have experienced a first. But the first was not works. The first was a response because Jesus said, come. See, we forget that Jesus comes along and says, follow me. Follow me. We forget that the gospel wasn't what you could do, but the gospel is what he did. And our response is like, okay, because Jesus will never make you do it. So we have these, like, these, these pictures of Billy Graham and these great men and women of God, Mother Teresa, that, that they came to a certain level in Christianity where faith was no longer needed and angels just picked them up in the morning and revelations just came easy and they just communed with God without any barrier, without any difficulty. And I'm here to say that's not, a, that's not how it works because Hebrews, it, it, he, he, in Scripture, lays out, if there is a formula, it will always be faith, always, from, from Adam to Noah to Abraham throughout the Bible. And so there's Peter and Jesus goes, "Oh you of little faith." Why? Exposing the fact that Peter's faith was in himself. He wasn't I don't think just rebuking Peter, he was trying to say, "Son, keep your eyes on me. Did you think this was you anyways? When you checked out the the waves and the wind and the storm, Keep your eyes on me because I am the author and the finisher of your faith. And the only reason you're out here is because of me. And if you will continue to allow me to do it, you will continue to experience miracles. And he grabs him by his hand and embraces him. What a loving God. And he and he braces him. And, and Peter's, Lord, save me. He would have never experienced that moment with Jesus, which I believe was an intimate, uh, experience because chapters later, Jesus asked the disciples, who do you who who do men say that I am? And no one's got the answer. Well, Elijah, I don't know. And Peter's like, you are the Messiah. You are our Jesus. And and Jesus goes, That's right, Peter. Flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. You didn't come up with this on your own. And I think he was probably thinking about the boat. He's like, ma'am, and, and Jesus is like, Yeah, my 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 father in heaven revealed it to you. And, and, and Peter's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning that's right, that my life is a response. But if I can just deal with being being just awkward, if I can embrace just just the the moments of these first these first response, then I can I can encounter a God who will who will save me from it. I could preach this for a while, but you got to get yourself into places and positions in prayer that He needs to save you. That's the secret. That's the secret. You're never gonna know the secret. We're not meant to control this, manipulate it, or even understand it. But it's faith in Christ. And and, 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 and Romans quickly says in Romans eight, Romans eight twenty six is 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 Jesus is so good. He says, I'm gonna give you prayer. I'm gonna show you what to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it for you. when he gives these disciples the Lord's prayer. And, and, and he's so good. He actually says, and, and even in the meantime, as you launch out and step out and learn to pray and don't know what to say and don't know what to do and it's kind of awkward and crazy, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will even help you to pray. Romans 8.26 says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. See? You're in good company. Welcome to the incredible group of awkward, misfit Christians that we don't know what to do. We don't know what to pray. But, 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 but here's Paul saying, we, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. That can happen in prayer, yeah, but he's not going to make you pray. He's not going to pick you up out of bed and smack you across the head, find your Bible, dust it off, and, and, and make you read it. But he will say, follow me. I'm, I'm waiting for you. Just so you know, I'm in the secret place. Just... I just want you to know I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. That's why when we're singing, He's here. He's here. It's so powerful because it lines up with faith. It lines up with not what you're called to do, but what He is doing. Our faith is not in ourselves; it's in Jesus. But all He is saying is just take just take a step, respond to what I'm doing in your life, and you're about to receive a whole lot. Of Jesus, And then you're going to take another step, and I'm going to encounter you again. You are not encountering me. You are allowing me to encounter you. I just need you to take one step. Would you allow me to move in your life? Pray. I don't know how. Cause me to pray, Lord. I'm going to give you my prayer. What about till then? I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and he knows what my will is, and he he knows what you need. He's going to teach you how to pray. Well, how does this happen? literally just embrace the first step. Just, just, and, 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 and you can do it because I've already given you the, I've already given you the faith. See, your whole perspective needs to change. The only faith that you have is the faith that I gave you. Just use what I gave you. Respond to what I've done. Respond to what I use it See, it's not a rebuke or even a test. It's a, it's a heavenly Father saying, I want you to experience this thing that I've, I've given you called faith, called my word, called my presence, called my anointing. I want you to use it. You can imagine a dad giving a son a gift. Son, I want you to use it. I want you to experience it. Trust me, you're going to like it. And so Jesus says, there's all types of prayer to pray. I know you don't know how to pray, but you're going to learn to pray by praying. Pray biblical spiritual theological word i guess called petition to start to talk to god i don't know what to say just start just start it's those first awkward moments of okay we're almost out of here i guess i can try this on today god i just thank you lord i need you i where do i start We're so religious and we faked it so much and sometimes we don't know what God wants to hear and God's like, no, you're going to figure it out and the Holy Spirit's going to help you get past all the layers and dig down to to what you're feeling and where you're at. Because you've only thought about it and gossiped about it and Netflixed about it and sent chocolate towards those things, I'm going to teach you now through prayer to pray and to get honest and to be real but just start talking. So there you are in your row in your aisle. You look next to you, they're not doing it. So you're like, Do I have to do it? But the Holy Spirit says, You said, Come on, get out of the boat. You're like, Okay, God, um, secret place, close the door. It's me and you. Whew. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit, maybe something when you were five, maybe a thought, an emotion. You're like, can I pray that? You're like, well, I guess I can because I'm learning to pray and I can. There's no rules, so I'm just going to start talking to God. Hey, something might come to you and scoop about about school when you were little. Maybe it's an emotion you're feeling right now, and you don't even you don't even know you don't even know. Can can I say that? And then there's a word called supplication. It's like the deep cry of your heart, and so maybe that's going to be your first step. And you say, God, um, man, I could. Could you just? And you get past the layers of religion and the big prayers, and you get to the point of taking a first step in responding to God, coming to Him as you are. And you're like, sometimes it's just simple. God, would you take the pain away in my heart? And maybe it's Thanksgiving, you're like, man, I feel so stupid just not being thankful, is it a formula, is it just a couple of words, God thank you, is it a list, I just start thanking him for my health and my wealth and my everything and thinking that I'm, I don't know but you step out into Thanksgiving and all of a sudden you start going through this, this process of first awkward experiencing here I am God stepping out of my boat and all of a sudden you can see the wind and the waves and it's like, hey right here keep your eyes on me because I'm going to rescue you. I'm going to save you. This picture in Romans of the Holy Spirit helping us in our weakness corresponds with the word in the Old Testament I want to read. I don't have to go there. I'm just going to read this. Genesis 28, verse 10. It's the story of Jacob. It says that Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. This word set out actually is the word In the Hebrew, that corresponds to the New Testament word, which I don't want to get too deep and crazy, but it's a word for intercession. Setting out. The gap. Intercession is this word for prayer that there's a gap. There's a gap. And Jesus is saying, hey, don't fill that gap with anything but prayer. Don't need to try to figure it out. You don't need to work it out. Just fill it with prayer. And it says that Jacob sets out when he reached a certain place, a certain place, a certain place. He stopped for the night because the sun had set. How unspiritual is that? Jacob did not get to the certain place because he felt it. Because he was praying. Because he, he got a word. Because he felt holy. It's not like he got him. Mm, ooh, ooh, mm. Mm, something's happening here. It says the sun set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and he laid down to sleep. This is the picture of intercession. Just step out. Just set out. Just just take a step. Start with talking. St- st- start with crying. Start with honesty. Start with need. Start with where you're at. Start with thanksgiving. Start with just saying the name of Jesus. Start wherever you want to start. Start in a certain place. but 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 in prayer, start. He had a dream in which he saw a stair resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending. I love it. They were not descending and ascending. They were already there. They were ascending and descending. There above it stood the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you, your descendants, the land on which you are lying. This is all happening because he set out. He did not make this happen. God is making this happen. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. He is having a serious encounter with God. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his dream, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God, the gate of heaven. The picture is just set out. It's a word for intercession. Just set out. It's dark, it's lonely, it's awkward, but just set out and experience and embrace the first. You'll set out in a certain place. It's dirt, it's words, it's nothing. It's tangible, it's not spiritual, but God will take it and make it a holy place, a place of Bethel, an open heaven, the very gate of heaven. What's the secret? The secret is that he does it. And we don't know how he does it. It's a secret. If I knew the secret and that secret sauce, me and any other preacher would bottle that up and write a book about it. But we can't. Because God said, I'm Savior. I'm your provider. I'm your Lord. I'm your comforter. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And the way to come is to respond to what I'm doing in your life you don't even need to do anything because I've already done something. But if you start to recognize what I've done, if you start to recognize my hand, if you start to recognize my voice, if you start to recognize what I'm doing and you just take one step, you just, 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 just one first and it just feels like I'm, I'm here. Jacob's like, the sun set. That's how dumb he, that, that's how unspiritual, that's how non-powerful it was. Oh, the sun is setting. I think I'm going to sleep. Let me find a rock. And God turned it into the gate of heaven. God will take your prayers and your words and your thoughts, and all he's saying is bring them to me. Just set out, just set out, and I will intervene and rescue you and begin to speak to you and put my hand upon you and heal you. But would you just believe? The Bible says that all things are possible to those who believe. Why? Because he's the one that does them, and he's just asking us, would you believe? Would you believe that a certain place can become a God place? Pray, even right now. Let's pray. It's just pray. Just spend a few moments before we close. Just pray. Secret place. Let the Holy Spirit show you what to pray for. Pray more re- real than you've ever prayed. Connect with God like you've never connected. How do you talk to God? How do you praise God? How do you give thanksgiving? How do you praise? How do you intercede? Right now, wherever you're at, take that step and set out. Just set out. Just set out. Just set out. In this room, we're just going to take a few moments, but in your spirit and faith, just set out. Where are you at? What would be your first step this morning as you enter into the secret place? Is it financial? God, just pray some raw, real prayers of "I'm gonna take a first step" and there's no rules, anyways. So here it goes. I, I I'm a, a God, a, God, a, God, save my marriage. God, would you, would you give me more money? Those are great prayers. We pray some super spiritual, Lord. If your divine wisdom would ever so slightly, perchance, maybe think about giving me the desire. Stop praying with just this long, lengthy, made up. I've heard this somehow let the Holy Spirit right now begin to move in your heart saying, God, I want you to take over. So I'm going to come to you as I am. I'm going to learn to pray. I'm going to learn to talk to you. I'm going to learn to fill this gap in my life with intercession and with prayer and with praise. And I want to experience it just you and me. Step out. Set out. Set out. I love it because the picture of this word, intercession, in the Old Testament is literally, it, it says to light upon like a butterfly. I love it because if you saw a butterfly fly, trying to do my bad imitation here, but it's like, it's just like, where are you going, butterfly? I don't know. Just being a butterfly. And then they kind of like, woo, 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 boom, boom. That's prayer. You light upon something by chance. That's the secret place. How how, how did God show up? How how is His presence even right now? what's happening even in my life right now is you begin to pray and you begin to ask God and you begin to talk to God why is his presence coming on some people why is his thoughts starting to invade some people why are his visions and his dreams start? why are past being eliminated why are certain thoughts that people and the counselors said you will have for the rest of your life but even right now why are they being erased why are some people feeding the power of God over their body I believe for even healing or restoration why are some people experiencing something to do with their future Wire is the grace of God and the peace and the joy of God starting to sweep through some people's minds and hearts and souls. It's a secret that He controls. But when we step out, He takes and makes it the gate of heaven. And He encounters us. Let's stand this morning as we close and let's 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 step out, let's set out. Let's pray audacious prayers. Let's pray real prayers. Let's pray raw prayers. Let's declare the name of Jesus. Maybe you're in a good place. And so you're like, God, give me more. God, give me a vision of what to do. Maybe you have no purpose. God, give me some purpose. Maybe you need some help in a certain area. Maybe maybe you've got everything figured out, and so you're like, God, God, why have you given me so much? Why have you blessed me so much? God, whatever it is, but bring the thoughts and bring the desires and bring the heart to God. Set out this morning. Set out this morning. Set out and find a certain place this morning and let him change it to become in the place of God.